We all went to a party and probably nothing went wrong. This week on Hapless Heroes... I'll never say. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. And we will start this evening the same way I start every other evening because I am a man with absolutely no creativity whatsoever by introducing our cast. We have Francesco as Percival Flodhest. It's a pleasure to be here. To his left, we have John as Jam Jam. Jam Jam is drunk. (laughs) To his left, we have Lewis as Lev Zangiv. Good evening. To his left, we have Mike as Brunner Brew. Is that an ad? Blitzbor. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> to his left, we have Nicole as Glorp Glupglop. I have so many limes in me. To her left, we have Seb as Shumdaloom. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's probably my fault, Glorp. <laughs> and to his left, we have Zach as Euclid. Hey, how's it going? We're having fun. Ooh, and just noticing Euclid has a last name now. Oh. Old Mr. Chonk. Yeah, I've had I've had. Yeah, that was established. We said that in our, uh, Did, okay. our episode zero zero. Yes, also, but if I something's I, I, not written down, it's just that there's no object permanence anymore without. We also to do want to just quickly call out because we I don't think we called it out in the prior episode, but Mike's voice definitely changed from zero zero to now. Yeah. Like Bruce got, <laughs> Bruce got so much more of like that, like Southern kind oh, yeah. of like, I love uh, it, though, like keep Southern it. twang. Like kind of that. And before in episode zero zero, you were like, you were like gruff yeah. and you were like, down he had here. a cold. And it, I, and I also, we, but yeah, exactly. But we commented like, yeah, that's not going to be hard to maintain at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I made a, I made an executive decision and I was kind of hoping nobody pointed it out, but thanks Fran. <laughs> no, that's what we do in this show. That's what we do. Listen, anyway. listen, creativity is a process. Anyways, sorry, let's continue. <laughs> Uh, with the with the with the recaps and the things, and here we go. Our scene cuts in to a blinding light, blinding light, and a high pitched. Oh, shut up! Oh, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Is he talking to us? We're not the crew. Where are, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what is our, all of our state right now? Right. So I can kind of gauge what my, what my, fit, like what my actual response is going to be. Well, Euclid is stone sober. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there and I like it. Everybody who was drinking, please make me a constitution check. Okay. Nice. 
I think that's 20. all of us besides Brew and you. Non-natural. And we are still level zero, correct? Yep. Yep. There are yes. no yes. proficiencies. Yes. This is just your constitution <laughs> bonus, my friend. Yeah, got yeah, a level 15. zero. 20, not natural, please. Natural 15. Whoa. Oh, that's... It's a seven? Ha! Nice. I did it! I did it! <laughs> <laughs> Guess what I have. Guess it. Guess it. Guess what I have. Nat 20. Is it a nat 1? A 1? A so nat 1? Wide. Did I get the first one? Did I get you it? You did. You got, you the, got first the first one, one of nice. season 2. Congratulations, yes. John. <laughs> I didn't do quite that bad. You are the most hapless of all of us. To be to yeah. be fair, I think I'm the only one that's actually rolled in the in the game yes. so far. You rolled so, yeah. once the last you are, episode. So you you are the, the second, first roll. You are the second roll of the game, John, and you rolled a nat yeah. 1. Congratulations. Nice. Getting it off started right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Living up to our namesake. Yeah. I got a 15. I got a five. Oh, God. You <laughs> yeah, guys need well, to learn how to well you the should. As well yeah, you should. Sense. You ended up becoming the leftover drink bin. So. <laughs> Not constitute. So, yes. Lev, your... Um, insectoid uh, biology probably processed that liquor a whole lot better, you know, and you know, years on the pro wrestling scene probably killed whatever liver you had. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it regenerates, I think. <laughs> the re- Shum, you're actually doing kind of all right. You work in maintenance. You probably drink quite a bit anyway. Yep, on the know, job at home honest. for breakfast. Percival and yeah, Percival, you're not feeling great. Glorp, we'll get to you in a moment. <laughs> My feet are leaking margaritas. And uh, Jam, yeah, you're kind of fucked right now. <laughs> it's okay because now we're getting into it. Things aren't going to be much different for you one way or the other. Everyone awakens. Those of you who are passed out drunk, those of you who are sleeping, Euclid, you might actually be awake for this whole thing. Cause you know, yeah, Euclid's just been chilling. Yep. Everyone else. <laughs> so creepy. The, the bright light finally kind of fades a little bit and you get, you know, you get that whole first person camera thing where you can see the blinking and you're sort of getting, you know, getting your vision back. The ringing noise kind of fades into some electronic whirs in the background and uh, sort of a rhythmic beep. Beep. Euclid seems to be almost dancing to it, like he thinks this is a song. Can someone shut that alarm off? I just need a few more minutes. It's, It's a weekend anyways. Snoozing is for the week, Percival. Come on. We will get you some coffee. This is my jam. I don't know. I don't want to turn it off just yet. Where the hell are we? You say coffee. You awaken in a room. Kind of a metallic looking room. Maybe about, oh, about, let's see, about 20, maybe a little over 40 feet wide. And actually, that sounds a little big. We're going to say about 30 feet wide and maybe about 50 feet long with uh, six captain's chairs, Mm. each arranged side by side, three rows back, maybe about five feet in between them, uh, you know, five, six feet in front and in back. Um, 
and each of you are strapped to one. Our front row, uh, left and right, we've got uh, Jam Jam and Choom, although Choom is just sort of in a space helmet that has been <laughs> strapped to the chair. Um, is he sitting in it like it's a bowl or it's like on top of him? <laughs> yeah, it's on top of him. Like he's sitting crisscross applesauce in it like it's a little igloo with a, <laughs> you know, with a with a clear front on it. And the thing has got a seatbelt strapped around the top and across the bottom that's holding it into the chair. I imagine uh, that's a terrible way to wake up. <laughs> that because all the other crew were none of them were jam jam size or Choom size for that matter. <laughs> Um, Jam Jam is just somewhere in the suit with the helmet yeah. kind of like just slumped all around yeah. him. Like it um, doesn't. Yeah, the suit is not made to fit avian penguinine uh, anatomy. <laughs> so you've got your flippers that are kind of tucked into the arms, yeah. but are yeah. very obviously hanging very loose. Yep. The legs and are fucking useless on this thing. Yeah, you're we're, just sort of taking up the torso of a suit. Worse yet, you can't tell exactly which one is Jam Jam and which one is Glorp Glorp just by the liquids well, coming out of it. Well, we're like I said, I, I mentioned six seats. There's seven of you. I haven't gotten into Glorp Glorp yet, but uh, Glorp, Glorp 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 yet. But anyway, the second row on the left, we have uh, Runner Brew there. Uh, and um, Percival to his right. And in the back row, we've got Lev and Euclid. All of you are pretty securely fastened with, you know, seven point harnesses strapped to the seat. You can move your arms around, but none of you are getting up or moving around. How is how is Choom secured again? Inside the helmet? Yeah, inside the helmet, helmet that's on the seat. That are holding me in. <laughs> uh, it yeah. feels like my worst nightmare, actually. Uh, this is a terrifying way to wake up. <laughs> Wait, what is happening? This is the, 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 Why is that alarm still going? Uh, where I'll, are? Oh no! I'll never tell. <laughs> what the hell's going on? We were just at the party. That was a while ago, and <laughs> oh. something <laughs> happened. <laughs> Off to the right, over by the right-hand wall, there is an open Yeti cool, Yeti-style cooler. Yeah, that seems to have some sort of greenish blue liquid filling it to the greenish top. Greenish blue, blue liquid. Greenish blue liquid. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's Glorp over there. Is there is there an <laughs> oh. entrance taking up the, taking up the wait, insides wait. of a Yeti cooler? A lime kind of like pops out with a bubble and rolls across the floor. <laughs> is there an entrance feed just for being some dude uh, to enter this uh, this cooler? Is there an en- entry price to just be some dude like a guy for Yeti? Stop. You need to stop right now. <laughs> oh, my God. They're trying to make that a worth thing. It. Oh, my God. Worth it was it. so worth it to derail whatever was happening. <laughs> mm, feels good. The front wall of the room starts to light up and glow just a faint blue. Enough that you can see that it's curved sort of a concave curve towards you that goes from side to side and floor to ceiling, maybe indented a few feet. You can see there's a railing at the front of the room that stops short of it, as though whatever that uh, concave dish is at the front kind of curves down a little bit too, as well as up to the ceiling. Panels and banks of 
different flashing lights and switches line both of the walls all the way from the front to the back of the room on both the left and right sides. None of you can quite get your head around to see what's on the back wall at this time, though. Crew! Are you there? Who is... <laughs> ah. Does he mean us? Yeah, is he talking to us? I don't uh, know. What do you What do you mean? What do you mean, crew? With, uh, like the crew of the Cosmos Concordia. You, how much did you all have to drink last night? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Speak for yourself. Yeah, haha. You're really funny, Brock. You did it again, didn't you? You got pissed drunk the night before a mission, just like every time, and now you're trying to cover up by practical joking us. I'm you're not friggin' hilarious. I'm not pissed drunk at all. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, Yeah, you know what? Be that way. T minus 30. Click. Uh, just as wait, that happened. No, wait, T minus 30 for what? What did he wait, mean? Uh, wait, I'll wait, never wait. say. <laughs> hey man, like maybe just like a hint or some something. I Wait, told I could... told Mr. Goldman I wouldn't say it would be okay. very embarrassing for him. What happened? I go to unlock my I don't know why I'm saying that like that. I go to unlock my <laughs> seatbelt that I assume is strapped around me. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I <laughs> attempt I don't even know where I where where have where am I sat at, Dave? You Back are row. in the second, yeah, in the third row on the left. Is that closest, furthest away from the windshield or whatever that's called? Yeah, the furthest back from the windshield mm. on the left. I would imagine of all of us, uh, Lev has probably the tightest spacesuit on as far as... <laughs> How's the horn fitting the in the helmet? Of, like, loose fitting. There have been some creative liberties taken <laughs> with uh, the suit that is covering Lev. Looking on good, closer ins- very On closer fitting. inspection, you would note that it's actually two different suits ripped mostly in half and sewn together around the sides of Lev. Somebody really care about always, this. Well. Always good at upcycling. Good old Lev. Atmosphere-resistant uh, thread. Lev, that's very sustainable to construct <laughs> it's, a space It's a really haggard stitch that almost across his back looks like a corset. <laughs> Wait a second. Does that mean that Brew is in Brock's uniform? Yes. Because yes, they're both. Mi- oh no! Don't give this man a fucking captain's costume again. Oh <laughs> yeah. Hey hey hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The player Mike takes offense to that. I'm just kidding. It's just game knowledge. I'm just I am joking. Also, I'm also you know the best. Love it. I am also the navigator of this group. To be fair, so we'll see how that goes. Well, not uh, yet, but we're getting. That's there. called navigators to another. You can navigate us to another couch there, Brew. Sorry. <laughs> I unlock the seatbelt, if that's possible. Make a... Oh, goodness. Constitu- or not a constitution. Make a dexterity check. Eleven. You can't seem to figure out <sighs> what exact sequence of switches to push. Like, you might have to push one before oh. another and then kind of slide it a certain way. It's a really complicated looking harness. It's just. This is your m- more. Crab claw like hands just can't seem to quite get this it. This is more complicated than rules of ultra cricket or whatever it's called nowadays. Um, Jam Jam's head pops up in his helmet. 
What time is it? Where is Jam Jam Jam's vacation? <laughs> and he immediately also starts. Okay, I have a nat one, so I don't know if I'm rolling a disadvantage. Also, I'm trying to get what? out of the seatbelt too. <laughs> we'll get there. T minus twenty. Holy shit! We're okay, surely they, the that, surely they mean that. Surely they mean that T twenty till they let us out and click our seatbelts off. I'll never no, this say. This can't be happening. This can't be happening. Dude, this is amazing. Your silence right now is frustrating. No, the beach. Crew, please engage the tetraphoton wave emitter. The fuck? Uh, Euclid engages the tetraphoton wave emitter. (laughs) Euclid, make an intelligence check, please. (laughs) Um, hang on. Oh, no. Can I make? Can I do that at advantage because of my? Um, I would be helping. Background? I could be helping, also, just because. What did can't you say? Intelligence? Out. Intelligence check? Yes, I, I'd like you to make an intelligence check. It's a twelve. It's a twelve. So the first thing your intelligence tells you is that the switches are two rows ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in front it. of Chum. The other thing it's going to tell you is you're pretty sure it's the third green switch from the left, two rows from the top. Euclid unbuckles his uh, seven point. Everybody's kidding. And engages the uh, tetra (laughs) photon wave emitter. Good. We'll just stack a dexterity check right on top of that one for you. It's a 13. 13. Do you have to slide it to the right, maybe? Like, hmm. I, you think you can get the first couple of buttons down. Like, you've got the first two in the sequence, but it's it's not quite there. Fair, um, fair. I can't shit, Percy, I'm in a helmet. Percy's, Percy's going to, like, kind of, at this point, kind of, like, pick his head up from, like, off of the console, I'm assuming is what I was resting on, or just, like, I was slumped over, right, if I'm, like, fastened into my seat. Because I'm, if I'm assuming that... Brock's costume or Brock's uniform went to brew. That means that I'm in one that's too small for my portly body. <laughs> and so I'm feeling very constrained. And I'm going to be like looking around and watching everybody trying to get out of their harnesses. And I'm going to be like, no, don't you realize we're on this ship? If you unbuckle, you could you could be killed. Uh, Stay in your seat. I always supposed to press the button. Listen to the instructions. Euclid, you know what's going on here. You need to tell us right now, through the power of teamwork, we need to figure this out because our lives could be at stake here. What the hell is that part that they're talking about? Do I know what that part is that they're talking about? I told Mr. Redmayne that I wouldn't say because he'd be very embarrassed. That's helpful. What are we supposed to do? Percival's panic. He's panicking. Panicking. And nobody well, can get out of their seats. I think seats. we need to uh, we need to engage the uh, tetraphoton wave emitter. Aren't you listening? Yes. Okay. And, 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 so let's do that. Let's do that right now. 
Where is it? At this moment, uh, you see the Yeti cooler fall over and like a bunch of what looks like margarita spills out of it, followed by like a, a blue glob, which is kind of like sort of trying to grow legs, but not succeeding. So it's just kind of oh a blob. Oh my God, that's what rolling. the hell is that? Uh, and and uh, the blob Jim, margarita. that is Glorp goes uh, and just chases down the line that went rolling across the floor. That's all. <laughs> Our savior, wait. <laughs> that is a slime with priorities. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Euclid's stuck in his chair, but he knows where the but- the buttons are. Yeah, and is Euclid there- tells Percival where the where the button is. Which one was it again? It is in front of Choom, and it is the green button, third from the left. Yep. Choom, did you read that? Yeah. Does this uh, helmet open? <laughs> um. Oh. Chum, make me a strength check. Oh, oh you, no! You no. son of a, you mother! All right. Uh, roll. Yeah, uh, uh, Seb, Seb, just so that you know, because like you know, we're gonna be revealing Yo. what our. Uh, I rolled that twenty, son. Yeah. <laughs> On go. my tiny dice, my first roll. <laughs> so, so uh, Seb, uh, just for the audience, right? Because remember, we, we did ro- we did mention that we rolled our characters' uh, attributes this time around. What is your strength score? Uh, <clears throat> seven. <laughs> so, so chest kiss. So, what am I just like? Kind of shimmying it open. With a Herculean effort, you push upward on the glass of the front of the helmet, and it snaps open. Oh, that was actually uh, pretty easy. All right. He gets out on the console. <laughs> all right. Uh, holds up his hands in two L's. Uh, left L. All right. Okay. Green button. He makes the bed. Just pushes his thumbs together. Yeah, it's left. All right. This the button. He holds his finger over the third button to the left, the green one. In which row? Fuck. <sighs> <laughs> uh, you guys are, uh, help here. There's a lot of buttons. Can I make a memory check? There's like fifth history. row. That's history. history. Memory already? What, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> fifth row? All right. Listen, Goes the I was fifth just row focusing button. on remembering what the thing was actually just called. T minus 15 seconds. I'm going to press the fifth, oh my fifth God. row. It was like 15 seconds, 30 seconds ago. I'm so Uh-oh. scared. <laughs> Instantly, <laughs> upon hearing that, just <laughs> boop, boop, boop. That's a good sound, right? No. No! What have you done? That's my jam. It comes the overhead voice. You're going to experience clinostat decoherence. Uh oh. Is that what? a bad thing? It sounds fun. Do I, hey. Can, 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 uh, yeah, if you like replacing your ablative transcoil three seconds into the launch, sure. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so what button do I press now? Um, 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 um okay, okay, okay. T minus 10 seconds. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, we need, uh, we need to, um, re-engage the coercion driver. It's, uh, yeah. um, yeah. Please. Uh, Coercion driver. It should be on the, the right column of buttons. Uh, you know what it looks like. Uh, let's assume that I don't. No, let's let's just yeah. <laughs> let's just assume that maybe this is not the crew that you thought it was. You and know, either hypothetically, we allegedly, launch, uh, or you just you know, give us <laughs> the instructions. What do you let's mean just not assume. the crew we thought it was? 
No, no, oh, allegedly, like hypothetically. T minus five I'm seconds. I'm a margarita. So, so what? To, what does it look like? There's blue buttons to the right. That's all he said. Uh, how many buttons are there? There are. Guys, um, I think we should just roll with it at this point oh, and how, see where this little little how many buttons are there? ship gets us. Four. Uh, how many buttons are there? No, I have Three. dance recital. I cannot be. Just relax. Be doing this right now. All right. Uh, if there's six buttons, I'm pressing the second button. One. Nah, just small pops out of the warp and, and hits whatever button is okay. closest. The, It'll be fine. The, the second uh, Chum's finger pushes the button, every single one of you are glued to the back of your seat <laughs> with a force no. like you have never experienced in your entire <laughs> life. Oh, no, oh my me? god, I'm glued to the back of my seat with a force that I've never yeah. experienced in my entire life. Glorp is now decorating the back wall of the cabin. <laughs> hey, wait, Shit. but was I standing in front of anybody's seat? Um, oh. You know what? I almost I'm, imagine I'm you were like in the aisle. Here. Yeah. Love something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? That sounds That's like true. a great question. It's what I'm going to I'll tell you what else was on the saw. ground, though, was whatever the hell just leaked out of Glorp in that cooler. Margarita. There's like loose liquid on the, gr on, on, on the ground. Yeah. I think I am also leaking thing right now. There's also a, a loose Yeti cooler, I guess, yeah. flying around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Percival, you were smacked in the shoulder with quite a bit of slime uh, as Glorp was thrown to the back wall. As I'm not trying to divide Glorp into too many multiple parts, none of it really stayed there. It's kind of, it's it's got some surface tension to it. It's sort of like um, if you've ever dripped mercury on a flat surface, how it kind of stays in bubbles and stuff like that. You know, sort of. Glorp is like a non-Newtonian fluid or something like I, that. Yes. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's functioning much like flubber, but less bouncy. So all of you now have, well, those of you with eyeballs, all of your eyeballs are trying to escape through the back of your heads. There's a blinding light, a piercing darkness, some plaid patterns on the screen, a little bit of swirliness, some disorientation. Are we going in ludicrous speed? Yep. Chicken and beer for everyone. We've oh, yeah. gone black. <laughs> <laughs> and after a few seconds, <laughs> And everyone is sort of thrown forward into their restraints and back and forward and back and forward and back, you know, as you sort of rock into a uh, more stable position. Like a rumble still, though? A like little a like a... Woo -woo. And then, yes, everything is just sort of a low, you know, like 60 hertz or whatever, really, whatever really low frequency is, because I have no musical ear and I couldn't fucking tell you, but a low... It's pretty low. But otherwise... It is quiet. Well, no, no, no. Brew, Brew finally speaks up. That was the most realistic simulation I've ever seen. That was amazing. It was a simulation? No. That what? wasn't that wasn't a simulation. Well, well, was we're not in the rocket. No, that was a simulation, right? Yeah, this has to be a simulation. Please tell me it's a simulation. No, Please that was the real rocket. I'm going to get Jam Jam because they made me press the wrong buttons and shit. That was not cool. Now we're jam, in jam, outer, get out outer of space. I still cannot it's figure out this seatbelt. Yeah, I want to get out of my seatbelt. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go and help everyone. I'll, I'll like literally jump over people's laps and just like fucking start undoing seatbelts. Well, Anybody I, want to I, I, feel like, I feel like there's people that are going to come and, and let us out of our seats. I, I think we need 
Just need to stay where we are. He's not a ride, bro. 15. Anyone who wants to get out of their suit, I, I, Chum will jump over. Jam Jam's start with a mm. 15. Yes, hold on. No, no, no. Listen, listen to, listen to Lev. This is not a ride. We're on a spaceship. Yeah, don't you want to go explore? We're in outer space. Uh, oh. Everybody jam, chill jam. out. I'm okay. going to go get y'all some, uh, some juice boxes. And uh, Euclid. I think Euclid we should remain seated and wait for our instructions. Harness again. Oh no. <laughs> yep. All right. So I got a 15 for Jam Jam's dexterity roll to get him out of his harness. Um. Yeah. And it it seems to. Okay. It makes sense. Push and slide. Push the other one. Slide it back the other way, and the center of the thing comes apart, and you're able to nice. start getting people out. Eureka! I'll jump over to Euclid. Do the same. Yep, Jam Jam immediately slips out of the spacesuit onto the ground, on his knees, pounds on the floor. You bastards! Two weeks, two weeks in Little Shoe Beach, and you blew it up! You bastards! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little Shoe, that is actually very nice. <laughs> it's amazing! Jam Jam. You're worried about a vacation at a time like this? We are stuck in a spaceship that none of us know how to operate. Does any, is anyone here a pilot? No one? I've been no, reading this manual. Yeah, and I, I kind of, I'm, I really like ships, but uh, never flown one before. Okay, so no, the answer is no then. Emphatically yes. Something that looks like a giant blue jello pancake, like shimmies forward from the back of the ship at this point, while slowly kind of starting to squish down into the shape of a more typical <laughs> goo person. Um, yeah, that's fucking and, uh, awesome. And uh, Glorp says, I teach some things about space to my to my students. Oh, like a college like a professor? professor? Yeah, a college professor or something? I was going to ask the same question. Good question, Jim. Oh, thanks. Glorp, uh, now uh, less pancake-shaped and kind of looking like a, a, if, a, if a person was in a deflated CD costume like you would see in, like, the 90s when they were, you know, advertising, like, DVDs. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I'm, like, Glorp is, like, that shape now and proudly puts their arms on their lack of hips. No, they're, they look like a what? A deflated... What costume? Like, like a CD or like a DVD. You know, if you ever saw one of those people that was like marketing like a used CD store, or a used DVD store, or maybe a, a, a pizza. Thing. We didn't. A pizza oh, like a wacky inflatable in flailing arm man. Yeah, Is that what you're like, talking about? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just picture a person in a circle costume. <laughs> yeah. It looks like that, but blue no, get and it. gooey. Understood. And proudly puts their arms on their lack of hips and says, I teach kindergarten. Oh. <laughs> this is like a form of college for babies, you know? That's a spin, yeah. Because there's pre-K and then they graduate to kindergarten. I mean, so far, uh, Glorp, I think I called your name correctly. If I, if I remember, we think we met at the party before you, I don't know where you went, you disappeared somewhere. Uh, but you, you probably have the most knowledge, I think, of anyone here so far about piloting. That's, and that's not, I'm not saying you know a lot. I'll see what I Anyone can else do. Here? And Glorp starts stalking towards the front of the ship and looks. Wait, wait, wait! Out no, I didn't say whatever is at the front of the ship. What is I'll, I'll see? I'll say, put a map in front of me, and I'm good to go. You Glorp. realize what you're suggesting? 
We are. T this is one of the most advanced pieces of technology and engineering that has ever been created by the people of our planet. And you want to just hijack it for adventure? Hey, it's no, pretty we cool. Not trained for this. It's pretty cool. Well, you, you know, we could get the. I mean, you don't say, Mister Glub Glub. You could just get Glub Glub here to uh, turn it around. We go home. No. Can I roll something to remember? Because my backstory is obsessed with this thing. And it, no, I've never flown at all. But would I be able to kind of roll like a history to see if I can like at least big heads or tails of the piloting system of this thing? Like maybe you read about like some of the stuff in like a magazine feature. Right, like literally, like, that, like right? that's yeah, what yeah, it would yeah, be. Yeah. Yes, and I want to get to you in a second, but uh, Glorp had something that I wanted to resolve first. So Glorp, you slither undulate, ooze your way to the uh, front of the cabin. What you presume is the front, that curved concave wall uh, towards the front. It is now dark with light blue at its edges. But as you get closer, you notice it's not completely dark. You can see what look like little points of light starting towards the center and slowly floating off towards all of the edges of the screen. Sometimes in little patterns, twos and threes, sometimes individually. Sometimes there will be, you know, boom, you know, one going uh, up and one going to the side or, you know, all kinds of different permutations of it. They're only ten tending to be a few at a time and moving pretty slowly by your reckoning, though. Do... Do I know enough from my teaching kindergarten capacity about what space travel would look like to understand what I'm seeing? That is excellent, and I think this is a history check kind of place. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm proficient in that just from my, like, regular teaching background. Do I actually get to use that proficiency then? Sure. I mean, you probably would have had to have subbed for a lot of different classes and more, more than likely had, you know, sort of a world sciences, earth science, astronomy, something or other. That we And that we were doing a unit on the, the space travel thing. And oh, the, yeah. No, you class, absolutely so. would have. Yeah. Perfect. I rolled in that one. Oh, man. So I, I don't think 16. any of my questions there are relevant anyway. Actually, as a, as a true teacher, like this totally actually like makes sense because you don't necessarily <laughs> know everything that you teach. You just kind of teach it. It looks like science is taking place on the screen. It's I'm very also thinking quadratic. you're a kindergarten teacher. What, it, what kind of science are you actually teaching? <laughs> Blurp Blue confidently paces back to the group, uh, kind of dragging a goo pile, but starting to have more leg form. Um, again, places their hands confidently on their hips and says, there's a really good space movie on at the front of the ship. It'll probably teach us something about how to fly this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jim would hop up onto the console. Yes. Uh, Along that front railing, there is console. It looks like actually it could detach and slide in front of any one of the seats, but right now it's still secured to that uh, front railing by a couple of straps and a clip. Um, it is the vaunted piloting console for the Cosmos Concordia. You read all about it in popular uh, Pseudo-Mechanics magazine. It's interesting. It's state-of-the-art. It's haptic. It vibrates. It has some touch magazine is Mm. Mm. Popular Chef's kiss. 
Truman's got this like, like he looks like he's looking at a Thanksgiving dinner, just like thirsties. He's looking over the council. It looks like there's a couple of those uh, touch pads like you would see at the bottom of laptops on the right hand side, one over the other. There's a very convincing looking, uh, you know, one of those handles that you push forward or back like part of a flight stick. Um, There's looks like somewhere between a bus steering wheel and possibly a valve uh, just a little bit to the right of those. Um, A weird thing that you stick your hand in. Maybe like if it was a human sized hand, it would probably be like both of your hands that you would have to stick in here. But, uh, you know, you could probably fit them into two of the finger indentations. It's it's a little weird looking, Mm. but they definitely had some diagrams of it. And it looked like a guy was almost elbow deep in the thing. It was actually kind of weird. I want I kind of want to try it (laughs) (laughs) before we just start. Did you, is, that a, is that an out loud thought? Yeah, Chum would literally be like, oh boy, I, uh, I'm i going to try something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait but, but, just before, but just before you do, please, I, I just, please. I, I just want to try to get in contact with Mission Control to let them know this has been a giant mistake. Like, we're not supposed to be here. We're not supposed to be here. Or maybe we are. Maybe we're just supposed to watch the space movie and then they'll let us out of the theater. Did Euclid come back with the juice boxes yet? <laughs> Wait, how far would you even I go with the juice boxes? Successfully, <laughs> well, I have not successfully gotten out of my harness. Oh, no, I, got, I let you out. Oh, I got out oh, of my yeah. harness? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, Euclid uh, just realized he got out of his harness and <laughs> stood up and uh, is going for the juice boxes. Where would you go? Well, are you going to leave this cabin to uh, go look for juice boxes, or are you going to try to look around in here? I'm gonna make a history check because uh, I think I think uh, I, I, asked, some. I asked uh, Mr. Goldmane where where the where the um, refreshments were before he left. Well, us. <laughs> make make your history check first. Ooh, that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> your your brain, you know. They're in the galley. But you don't know All where right. the galley is. You were walked through a bunch of rooms and past a big cylindrical object, and there were some doors, and right, it, yeah. was, it was all very exciting. Euclid just uh, gets uh, through this room and, like, through through the nearest bulkhead and just starts exploring a little bit. Okay. So we're, we're just going to keep the camera with Euclid for a second before we zip back to the crew. So Euclid, the first thing you see once you cross the bulkhead back into what would be the rest of the ship, there's a hallway maybe about 10 feet wide. It goes maybe about another 60 feet. There's uh, doors on either side, three on either side that go towards the end of the hallway. And past that, maybe that 60 feet or so, things open up into another room area. Mm-hmm. So... Are you checking the doors? Are you walking down the hallway? What are we doing? I think I'm just walking down the hallway into the into the next room area at the okay. end of this at it, the end of this hallway. Yep. And at the end, there are um, the room opens up, and now it's probably a good you know fifty feet wide, another thirty feet past the end of that hallway. There's a couple of round tables off to the left. To the right, there's a couple of uh, sort of longer, what look like counters that have uh, some uh, handles with hatches that open up on them. 
Mm, handles with hatches. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Um, I'm going straight to those handles with hatches. Yeah, the handles, they open the hatches. Look, uh, you know what? You go over to them, you lift one, and as the top sort of rotates open, you see that it's filled with ice. And in that ice, there are a few different bottled beverages. It looks like there's a couple of, uh, you know, soda equivalents, a carton of uh, some sort of goat's milk, and two juice boxes. Jackpot. <laughs> Everybody, I found them. Uh, I just load up, load up my arms with as much as I can carry. Uh, we'll we'll um, say seven, seven bevs. Seven, seven bevs. Bevies. All right, it'll be, let's say it's four juice boxes, uh, a half gallon of goat's milk, and a couple of Coca Colas. Coca Colas. All right, yeah, I head back to the cockpit. All right, Chum's getting ready to make a bad decision. I, I Percival is desperately searching for like the actual comms device or something that's like in this uh, cabin. All right. Are, are, where where do we want to start the search, Percival? Well, I'm still strapped to my chair because I'm terrified, and so I'm going to look right in front of me and hope that there's some sort of communications <laughs> device in the seat that's, like, in the immediate console area that's in front of me. I'm feeling very claustrophobic. I'm feeling like I'm feeling very constrained because I'm in a suit that's too small and in restraints that are too tight. I think it looks Unless good you on you. I mean, I guess, I guess you would have. Un- I would have refused if you tried to undo my restraint, like my 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 like seat belts and things like that, because like I like again, Percival is, is having a hard time. On the back of the seat in front of you, there is a square, maybe five inches wide, three inches high, a little uh, sort of uh, black flat surface. Around the outside, there's probably a one inch silver trim. It's got a couple of black buttons on either side. Below that, it looks like there's a pocket on the back of the seat. I'm just going to reach my hand into the pocket and see if there's anything in there. Uh, You pull out uh, two different uh, little brochures. The first one being the uh, what to do in case of emergency. It's got the location of the slides on the side. You know, you, you should put someone else's helmet on first. You know, a bunch of uh, pantomime directions. The second pamphlet is uh, labeled Space Mall. Why would that be in here? This is not a cruise liner. This is an exploration ship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um... Wait, when you said we were in captain's chairs, right? I thought like there, there, there were consoles in front of each of us in each row, correct? Um, well, there's, uh, or is that, you know, more like captain's no? chair, like the kind you would have in like the back, you know, the second, you know, front, second row of a minivan or something like that. Okay, <laughs> sure. okay, I understand. I understand. I wasn't sure if there were like consoles like near where we were seated because like, no. I know that there was like some buttons and things that were being pushed. Um, so I'm just trying yeah. to get a better picture. For the most part, um, there's uh, sort of the buttons there. Um, a lot of the buttons were in front of Choom and uh, in front of Jam Jam up there in the front row. Since I you see. are uh, back behind Jam Jam, there's a little less of that. There is that uh, kind of square black uh, panel on the front, on the back of the seat in front of you. And, uh, you know, 
other things that uh, or no, you're behind Choom, not uh, Jam Jammy on the right, not the left. And is there a touch look, screen on that little panel? Is it like is it like, is it? A I don't know. You're gonna touch it. Yes, I'll put my little sausage finger on it. Oh, yes. we're touching things now. <laughs> yeah, hang on one second. We'll get right back control. to you, Chum, because I oh, feel no, like I know. there's some plot that's going to fall out of this one. <laughs> oh, I know. But, uh, yeah, so you touch it, and the whole screen sort of flashes a bright blue before it sort of settles down into a more sustainable blue. In-flight entertainment system. No fucking way. <laughs> All right, Percival is going to summon up his courage. He is going to try to unbuckle his restraints after watching Choom do everyone else's. And I'm just going to, he's just going to like get up and start walking towards the front where Choom is seated because he's, he just, with his head kind of like slumped down and his hands kind of like on top of his his head, uh, just trying to like, just like processing. Yep. Now I was under the impression, Chum, you'd walked up to the piloting console, which oh, was yeah. uh, a little closer to the railing. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. So you're, uh, uh, Percival, you're walking up towards, uh, there as well then, correct? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Wherever the piloting console is, I'm heading towards that kind of just, I mean, if anything, just supervise Chum's efforts yeah. and just kind of <laughs> see what's up. Maybe because at this point, like Percival's out of his depth. Good. It takes you a few seconds to get there. And, uh, during that little walk, hey, Chum, uh, what are you doing with this console? So he's just like been just greedily looking over the console, but the uh, gelatin substance that he has seen in the magazine where people stick their hands in, you say it's like big enough that like a full grown. Yeah, it's, it's almost like molded in. to what, you know, what would look like, you know, uh, the inside of one of those wax hands where someone actually had had their hand before they coated it in wax for the wax hand thing. Curiosity. Listen, it wasn't abound. a great descriptor, whatever. It's a, it, I get it. Per, like. Chum is literally just so curious and he's just like, all right, well, pressing buttons. He's going to take both of his hands, hold either side of the gelatin fixture and stick both his feet in up to his waist. You're sticking your feet into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, where are you? Where are the what's your other hand doing? My two hands. Your two hands are just holding, just holding the side, up. and then I just kind of eat my feet first into the the gelatin material. Okay, I'm just gonna like reach a hand out just to make sure that like, you have something to grab onto if you need someone to pull you. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> what do I feel? What is, is it? What's it like? Um, it kind of it closes in on your feet because they they kind of go into some of the more sausage fingery looking holes inside there. How does he can use uh? their feet as hands yes yeah for the for the listeners <laughs> and you hear the computer say plasma mnemonic resonance device engaged that sounds cool <laughs> what does it feel like is it just like 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 i'm in wax or is it like gel it, it's kind of like a surface tensiony gel like it feels jelly but it's not like soaking into you know your leg hair or anything like that it's just sort of enclosing on you in a vaguely uncomfortable kind of way uh, it's a little weird but yep as you shift you start to be able to feel the ship shift just ever so slightly with your hips oh that's so cool <laughs> he's literally just like 
doing like little hip shakes. Like that, 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 that. Are we like, are we like, everyone is starting to get rocked from side to side. I was going to say, do we feel inertia? That's what I was curious if we're in like a, if we are in a zero G environment or if we are like, if we still feel Simulated like gravity, sort of like gravity yes. pushing us down. Yeah. No, um, you didn't, if you were in a zero G environment, you had already known about it. Yeah, somebody got out of a chair. I'd let you know. Good point. Uh, that is a good point. So uh, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna look over to Brew. Uh, you mentioned something about maps. Can you at least try to find one? Sure. Somewhere around here, and figure out where we are and where we're going, so we can maybe figure out how to safely turn this around. I don't know. I don't really know what to do. Um. So, Euclid comes back with the juice box, right? Sure do. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Jackpot, everybody. Hey. So, uh, uh, is anybody thirsty? You definitely. Me, Jam Jam would love one of those juice boxes. All right, you here. Um, while hey, Jam Jam is sipping on his ju- bo- uh, juice box, um, can he do a survival check to see if the stars are anything even remotely similar to what would be near our planet? Because uh, living in the poles, you yeah. get to see the stars very well, and people, uh, Jam Jam, the Doar people, uh, navigate a lot through the stars, so he would know them very well. That and he sounds... waited until he waited till he had a little juice in him, so probably an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Literally walking up, like sipping in a juice box, and just staring at like the front, like, yeah. like panels. Yeah. He, yep. I would say that uh, it counteracts the disadvantage from his uh, highly <laughs> drunken slash hungover state. All right. So you have, um, you have advantage, Jam Jam. Cool. Advantage. Cool. Uh, it's just a 10. Some of, the, some of these constellations look familiar. As you can suss out looking at that screen that you are moving... Through space, it's not like you're hurtling through space, but there's there's some there's some movement. You're still taking some of that uh, launch inertia with you off into the stars. So even um, just with a ten, he can still tell that we're pretty far from where we're supposed to be. Close enough or, where you can still recognize the constellations. Yeah. Far enough that you're moving through them. Right. Like. You are very clearly no longer in Kansas. Right. <laughs> we are quite a ways from home. But it's still dark, which means we're still in our so- in our solar system. Can Jam Jam tell if we are? I'm going to do a little exposition. Sure. Wait, you're saying we're still in our solar system because it's dark? Don't you remember? the first images that were shared of the astral sea when the probe breached through the be- the boundaries of this system it was colorful it's bright like purple and blue clouds we have time to turn this around i don't know what's out there wow. and i'm not ready for it wow this guy is good at exposition all right <laughs> i'm into it tell me wait so yeah i yeah i did forget actually um so yeah, the astral sea is beyond our our system. You're saying? Yes, these systems have boundaries. Beyond them, we we we, we this, is, this was a recent discovery, right? That was the entire reason they built this ship to begin with was to explore yeah. what lies beyond. It's oh. like a whole new season of discovery. 
<laughs> this information, this newly attained uh, information, is creating quite the influx of uh, of adventure, you might say. Well, would anybody back there be able to tell us where we are at least? I gotta know where I want to. Shakes his hips again. Wow, <laughs> the ship. Take us. Please stop. Please, just just keep it on. Keep us on course at least. Oh, oh no. Is there uh, an autopilot or something? Um, you mean other than the button labeled autopilot in the top left? Oh, nice. <laughs> It was there the whole time, I promise. Oh, man. They're definitely I, not like context-based controls or anything like that. No. 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 Not at all. But I would ask Percival, because he seems to be very knowledgeable about this. Uh, uh, do you know, like, where we were supposed to go? Like, are we not where we were supposed to be? I don't know if I would have been maybe clued in on that knowledge. Uh, I'm not sure if that was something that was like OPSEC or if that was something that was public knowledge as far as like where like where exactly this ship was pointed to. Can I like make a history check, I guess? Why the, why the hell not? Was. I'm sure there's ways to figure it out anyway, but why the hell not? No, it's only a nine. Woof. All right, well, <laughs> let's find out then, huh? <laughs> I, just, I mean, I know that we were going to the Astral Sea. You know what I mean? It's just where? I don't know. Um, I don't even know if they knew. Yeah. Necessarily. Well, there's one way to find out. <laughs> is there a way we can just like see what the flight trajectory is? Like, Oh! Let me get you out of there. Let's push autopilot and see where this thing starts moving to. That's what I was... Yeah. Presses the button autopilot. But he was... I, there's no button labeled navigation, is there? <laughs> so or like map? Or map... <laughs> Because well, if there's a button that says autopilot, I would like maybe. Or if there's like a navigation table somewhere in here. There are a lot of consoles and switches and stuff all along both walls of the ship that we haven't looked at yet. Is That's there true. a button uh, that has the emoji of that person just with both hands up? <laughs> the shoulders? That are just like, huh? I mean, I if you want to search for it, I feel like that's probably an investigation check. Euclid is slurping I'll, I'll on a also, juice box, just looking at all the buttons, just discovering what they all are. Well, hold on, hold on. I did ask Brew if he maybe he could try to locate a map. So I'm not sure maybe if we could turn turn it over to you, bud. Try to save the day here and tell us where we're going. Oh, self-proclaimed navigator. So I have, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for any sort of maps or. Um, Anything that's going to help me kind of figure out where we are. Is there yeah, any sort of navigation? Yeah. Is there any reason, like, um, on your character sheet that you would know more about maps than anybody else here? So I have Labyrinthian Recall. Um, okay. One of my. That sounds uh, very much like a Minotaur kind of thing. Tell me more. Yep. Um, so I can. <laughs> I can perfectly recall any path that have that has been traveled. Um, so I currently like I'm I, I would say I, I have future help, which is exciting. Um, so like any places we go or how we navigate to them, I will always remember. Um, and then I also have navigate. I have navigation tools. OK, so you're you're pretty familiar with these things. And since you can, you know, uh, you know, sort of take the contents of someone else's map, I guess what's yours is Minos. So uh, <laughs> ah. It's the second one in like, like five minutes, bro. It's on fire. 
Yeah, we're just getting we're just getting settled into the campaign here. It's good times. <laughs> yes. So uh, there's uh, definitely what looks like some cartography equipment. Well, astro cartography equipment since we're in space and everything gets an astro atten- appended to the front of it because, you know, it's cool. Um, <laughs> it's it's over towards the front um, on the left. There's a few different kind of distinct segments of console. Let's say there's four of them. The front left one is uh, our astro cartography. Okay. Uh, yeah, as I peruse and I, lo- I look through kind of just kind of taking in my surroundings, I notice the uh, familiar cartograph- cartographical um, uh, equipment. Um, so I just kind of like meander in that direction. Okay. Sorry, you had to bear with me writing something down there for a second. I'm totally not making up the maps as I go along. I would never do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> never. I'm surprised you only had just one amazing uh, Minotaur pun. <laughs> and two? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't want to sound like a Cretan. <laughs> this guy. I <laughs> Listen, these have been amazing. Yeah, this is popping off. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. Yeah, okay. All right, this, nav, this nav, uh, you got to roll for that or something? Yeah, what am yeah, I doing? So, um, so you have, uh, yeah, you've got the console there. Um, you notice there's, there's not too many buttons on here, maybe probably about six total or so. It looks pretty manageable to you. So, um, Let's make, oh, what's a good check for this sort of thing? Um, oh, wait, we've got a computer skill. Make me a computer's check. Oh! Oh, th- this isn't good. No! <laughs> Listen, I I know what to do with the tomato. I don't necessarily know what a tomato is. <laughs> that is a nine. It's a Ooh. nine. Oh! Average? Those are definitely buttons. Mm-hmm. That's probably a screen. Nailing it. Mm-hmm, it does mm-hmm. say astrocartography at the top. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty sure that there's maps involved here. Sure, I can read, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a skill I slightly can do. Yeah, so you know what you're looking at, but you have mm-hmm. no idea how to operate the thing. Right. You've got some ideas though. So I feel we can like, take some stabs in the dark. What's yeah, the worst sure. that can so, happen? So I'm gonna I'm gonna just make some inferencing, which is probably also not a very good skill for him, but I'm gonna do some inferencing and we're gonna try to pull up something that looks familiar to me in some way. What am I what am I doing? What am I rolling oh, for? Oh, let's see. Um be a good cartography skill. Oh we have navigators tools checks. Yes! That sounds fantastic. Use your navigator's tools, you navigator, you. Beautiful. So I can. I mean, the navigator's tools are the screens. It's yes, just using making it a is. check. Right, yeah. That's my proficiency. What's what's um, what skill am I using for that? Is it intelligence or what wisdom? Ability. It's ability. Yeah, what ability do you want to title it to? It's, it's up to I, you. you. I would. You as the DM, choose the ability. I would, I would argue survival. Well, okay, but survival is what? Wisdom? Yep. You tie it to an ability, not a skill. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Wisdom. Yeah. All right, sounds great. That's that's my. I'm praying for this. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you. All right, so wisdom. That is a seventeen. That's awesome. Oh! All right, all right, all right. I told you, we're, I may not know what the tomato is, but I know how to work it. Yes. Now that we're here, 
Oh, yeah, this is easy because the up and down shaped arrows, they kind of scroll you up and down through different maps. There's one that zooms you in and out. Um, there's, uh, you know, you could find a, ter- you know, a couple of terrestrial maps for the planets that are in, you know, Concordia's system. There's, you know, a couple of good star maps. And uh, there's one that looks like you can even track your own location on said maps. Okay. Would this be affected in any way by me pressing the autopilot button? Because that definitely is happening at that moment. All right. So you push the autopilot button and the ship gives a subtle little shimmy. And you kind of feel everyone getting pulled ever so slightly backwards for a second before everything um, sort of normalizes again. Um, let's see. Does anyone have a passive perception better than 15? Hell no. Oh, no. Nope. At, At level, level zero. zero. <laughs> At level zero, absolutely not. I got a 12. That's okay. That's it. Um, let's see. So the two people involved in the decision here, uh, Choom, I'd like you to make a perception check. Oh, fuck. Come on, little dice. That is a 12. A twelve. Okay. How about uh, how about you, Brew? Ooh, eighteen. Eighteen. Coming in. Hot. I'm. I'm I, know, I feel like I'm wasting these big rolls here, though. Nope. <laughs> Loving it. I'm nope. destined for a Never. bad one. You notice it first. Okay. Um, as it pulls up the location on the screen, you sort of see, you know, a little red dot floating through the center of a big blue circle. You know, towards the edge, there's some, you know, specks in the middle. You're probably about halfway between one and the other. But you notice as the autopilot button is hit and there's that little pull and little shimmy, the dot representing your ship or what you presume is your ship. You've got some fairly high confidence there has just accelerated pretty significantly towards Mm. the edge of the circle. Oh, no. Do I know what? Oh, yes. do, Do I know what the edge of the circle is? Um... You can probably pretty safely infer that that is the edge of the system. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my friend at the controls, you, you're probably going to want to steer us a little bit the other direction. You want me, you want me to, you want me to turn around? That would be preferable. Yeah. Uh, uh are we going, are we going to space? Uh, we're going the wrong direction. We're in space. Let, we're there let, right now. Let's just say Shroom just kind of looks up. I can only but. assume that space has a has a has an end, and we don't necessarily want to see that yet. Oh come on! You're not at least a little curious. Not right now. Like we had to be put here for a reason. How about how about we just do this? Can we can we just slow down? Can, is there any way to disengage the autopilot that I know of I mean, or can see? Probably the same button. Uh, all right. Press the autopilot button again. Double autopilot. <laughs> Biometric input not recognized. Oh, that, that does <laughs> oh. Well, I tried. He puts his arms behind oh, no. his head and he's just like, we're going to space. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, uh, I start, I personal starts frantically pushing the button, maybe seeing, like, I, did, I do work for the IAI, maybe, just maybe there's a shot, and he pushes his finger to disengage the autopilot. Credentials invalid. Yes! Well, I always wanted an adventure. That's damn right, big guy. 
<laughs> Who's going to watch uh, my kids? You have kids? <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Whoa. We are so screwed. You have kids? That was inspired. I love it. <laughs> now, if you love it as much as I do, you can find us on the internet. We can be found on Linktree, Linktree slash Hapless Heroes. Uh, we can also be found on Instagram. Search for Hapless Heroes. Both of those places will give you the links to all of the rest of our socials, and they'll take you to the place you really need to be. The crown jewel, you might say, of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet, greet, chat, and hang out with us on a daily basis. We're there. We're cool. We're usually pretty active. Uh, Fran and I are super active on there. Everybody else is also uh, moderately pretty active on the server. But also there are listeners like you who are active on the server, and that's really the uh, the reason you want to be there, to interact with the rest of our community. We've got different channels for D&D things. We've got channels for non-D&D things. Uh, discussion of past episodes of past season I'd say seasons, but it's really just past season. Past season, yeah. Yeah, we're a little bit of past seasoning going on here. Um, but uh, yeah, all of those things are available now. If you really like us, you could, uh, you know, follow uh, one of those uh, links on our link tree to our Patreon. It's also at patreon.com slash hapless heroes. I'm going out on a limb and assuming that the Patreon link is also in the link tree because, you know, it's a tree full of links. Sure is. The link that we That's have. a short limb, Dave. I know, it really is. It's more of like a nub. I'm I'm going out on a nub. Fully supported by this limb. Yeah. That needs to I have be a slight foothold on the nub. But anyway, oh uh, if you go to that, uh, if you go to our Patreon, we've got uh, what may even by, be now by na- uh, what may even be by now a variety of different reward tiers. But even if it isn't, uh, there's a way to support our uh, podcast. You know, it's just a little way to kick in. Uh, sort of helps us with our hosting costs. Maybe occasionally even some equipment. It's not really our day job or anything like that. But that's fine we're not really trying to be that way we're just trying to give you the quality internet content you deserve so if you feel like uh donating a little bit to us we've got a little bit to give you back in return some outtakes some clips some special episodes lots of really cool stuff and access to a patrons only channel in our discord where we all type with our pinkies raised if you really, really like us, like us so much that you want to do things out of order, you could leave a five-star review uh, for us on the podcast service of your choice. We're on the um, a large number of the ever-dwindling number of podcast services. I believe Google Podcasts is also going the way of the buffalo, along with uh, some of those other ones. But we're on Spotify. We're on Pandora. We're uh, on Podbean, where we're hosted. Uh, we're probably in uh, quite a few other places. If it's a podcast service, you can find us there. And if they allow us you to leave reviews you should leave us one if you do so and we see it and trust me we'll see it we're looking we will read it out on air and recognize you as the five-star human that you are if for some reason your podcast service doesn't have one go into our discord we have a channel called five stars and you can leave that podcast review there and we will read it just the same with the same level of recognition Speaking of recognition, I have uh, an individual to shout out, and I'm gonna—I'm pretty sure this is exactly how it's supposed to be pronounced, and this is how I hear it in my head. So I'm gonna say it with a little zhuzh here. But this comes from fucking Donnie on our Discord <laughs> server. 
uh, who <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like how I, that's the voice that? I hear. Can you spell this F-A- out? F A Q N Donnie. Okay, great. Uh, and uh, and fucking Donnie says so close to finishing the campaign, and all I gotta say is I'm, I'm going to miss all of the characters when it's over. Can't wait to listen to the next one. Well, by the time you're listening to this, my friend, you are listening to the next one. We hope you like these characters just as much. Thank you for the review. Thanks for saying some kind words. Uh, you are a five star human. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Uh, borrow a phrase from earlier in the podcast, I think Seb said it, uh, and uh, create a web series called My Two Hands. And it's uh, uh, based on uh, a family uh, where there's two hands and they take care of their precocious uh, child, which I guess you'll play. Make this like a uh, like a reels kind of short series where like you get into some hijinks, you know what I'm saying? And your two hands have to teach you a lesson to get out of it and tag us at Hapless Heroes on Instagram or whatever the heck. And uh, yeah, make sure there's a heartfelt uh, with like strings in the background, a little soundtrack <laughs> where, you know, you're listening, you're, you're learning a lesson about, you know, uh, uh, what, what, you, uh, I don't know how to use a mandolin properly. So you don't cut yourself in your hands. My two hands have to say, listen, and then there's a heartfelt and friend. I'm sure you can find some, uh, heart, uh, some, uh, strings to, free heartfelt yeah, royalty, strings. Yeah, sure. Listen, child, you need to palm what you're slicing in the mandolin so you don't get your fingers caught in that razor sharp blade thank you my two hands thank you for teaching me how to use a mandolin <laughs> solid that is solid. I mean there Durable. there you go that's everything it's one of the, it's one of the more harmless suggestions just, we've given yeah it's pretty good I'm just so happy that that we're back and we have things like that in ways that uh, that you, our listener, can support us, the podcast, <laughs> through there are ways. wacky hijinks. Speaking of wacky hijinks, I'm going to outro our cast. Starting on my right, we have Euclid, played by Zach. Hey, uh, anybody want a little goat's milk? A half gallon of it, I guess? This is a lot of goat's milk to have in a spaceship. (laughs) But is it enough to make a mimosa? That's really the question. No, no. Can can that just not be a planet? No no crossovers. I don't think I've ever heard of that on this planet. That might be from a different plane or planet. It probably is. Nobody would want to go to a place like that. Anyway, to his right, we have Chum, played by Seb. Look, ma, no hands. To his right, we have Glorp, played by Nicole. Uh-oh, where'd my cooler go? To her right, we have Brew, played by Mike. Can't wait to grab this bull by its horns. To his right, we have Lev, played by Lewis. There were really only two juice boxes in that cooler. <laughs> like six. <laughs> wait, how did I have? I had four. I don't know. I had four. There, there, there was two juice the boxes was and a bunch two. of sodas. And... <laughs> but then he came out with four, so we could only speculate how he got How did you get four? <laughs> I don't it's know. fine. We can I speculate. There might have been more than one cooler. Maybe they were further down in the ice. It doesn't actually matter. There were enough juice boxes for him to bring seven beverages. Anyway, to his right, we have Jam Jam, played by John. Until next time. And to his right, we have Percival, played by Francesco. 
We are woefully underprepared for this mission. (laughs) Speaking of woefully underprepared, my name is Dave. I have been your host and dungeon master for this evening. It's been a wonderful episode. And let me tell you, it is so good to be back. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 My two (laughs) eyes.